Welcome to the exclusive world premiere of Savoir Faire. From multi-platinum, multi-Grammy nominated, iconic smooth jazz and R&B instrumentalist, Najee. I'm Sandy Shore for SmoothJazz.com Global Radio. So when my featured artist releases a new album, it's a big deal. Najee is iconic in the world of music, and this is the guy that gave us Najee's theme back in the day, as well as an amazing catalog of music to date. He's in a recipient of the NAACP Image Award and the Soul Train Award. He's worked with Prince, Stevie Wonder, Shaka Khan, Lionel Richie, of course, George Duke, and many others. This wonderful new recording is produced by industry titans Barry Eastman, Paul Brown, and Chris Big Dog Davis, allowing for Najee to fully express himself with great style and savoir-faire. The project features special guests Adam Hawley, Frank McComb is on here, Allison Williams. Uh, I can't wait for you to hear the entire album track by track. It's always a pleasure to welcome you back to the SmoothJazz.com airwaves. Thank you so much for joining us, Najee. Oh, thank you, Sandy. It's always a pleasure. Truly my pleasure. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We have a kindred thing, you and I, and I, <laughs> I say we need to be talking a little more than, you know, during your, re- your uh, releases. <laughs> I truly agree with that. Yes, absolutely. You certainly go back to when I began my radio career in, in Smooth Jazz or contemporary jazz, whatever we called it back then, new adult contemporary. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> quiet quiet storm. But yeah, I mean, I've been playing your music since the beginning of playing, you know, this genre and, and before. And so you, you've just been filling my life with great sounds, you know, for years and oh. years now. Thank you for that. No, well, we thank you for being, you know, one of the vehicles we can trust and go to, you know, for what we do, you know. So in today's time, we're very grateful for that. Trust me. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I really do. And this new project, to me, it actually sounds like, um, you know, you, you do have a legacy behind you. But many ways, it sounds almost like you're just getting started. Does it feel that way? You know, um, I think I might have said this to you years ago, but, you know, musicians, we don't retire. We just can't hear anymore, you know. So I'm always, <laughs> I think that's both literal and, and uh, phys- you know, physically and and you know, orally, but, uh, really I think it's, uh, I'm always looking to do new music, new challenges, work with new people. So, yeah, you know, as, as long as I can hear mentally and orally, I'm going to keep doing this thing. I think that goes into the same, you know, we go in the same category with you as DJs. It's you know, same deal, uh-huh. same deal over here, you know, <laughs> until we can't hear until the wheels fall off. That's right. <laughs> we'll be around. So how, how much of this new project was written during the pandemic? Probably all of it, honestly. Um, you know, yeah. I, I did a lot of things out of boredom being home. Not that I was totally bored because it was great to be home. I mean, I've been touring ever since I was a teenager, you know, since 1976. And, uh, <laughs> you know, with a break in between to go to college. So for me to re- actually be home for a year was a year and a half was actually not a bad experience. But, you know, I decided to reach out to a lot of my friends and uh, see who was available to write and produce and had the patience to go back and forth with this idea, that idea or whatever. And this is what we ended up with pretty much. So. The overall vibe is really sexy. It's very sophisticated, which I'm sure explains the French title. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we were... <laughs> Um, it was interesting because, you know, I always try to find something that I haven't done before. Somebody else hasn't done. And originally I was going to name the CD Savoie and I was talking to 
Alex Mignon, and he says, uh, you know what savoir means? I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of know. He says, it means to know. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, But then, you know, we ended up with savoir faire because most people understand that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's just a title that stuck in my head, and I thought it would fit a song. It's a great title. It, it fits, oh, it fits the song. It fits the album, the whole collection. And, yeah, it's just very sophisticated stuff, um, but at the same time, really accessible, which is what we count on with you. I mean, you know, I mean, I know you can play anything, but you play, you make and and play music that really hits us in our heads and our souls, which is great. I thank you for that. I thank you. Yes. No, you just brought me back to my days in college uh, when I was in Boston at uh, New England Conservatory. And I remember, recall being in the George Russell big band and I loved Absolutely love playing the music, but everybody in the band seemed bitter, you know? And uh, <laughs> I said to myself, you know, uh, I used to work this club called Wally's at that time on the weekends. And the people that came in, there were college students and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to feel the music. You know, we could get intellectual with, with straight ahead and all that, which I did sometimes. But then I realized if you're going to survive in this business, you got to set yourself apart. And I remember making that decision at that time in my life that I was going to do something a little more accessible. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know, and I think once you touch the people, like you're, you know, recording music, performing music, learning music like you were doing is totally different than when you're with the people and watching, yes. watching what they need, what what we need out here. That's true. That is true. You know, it, and music is like, is like water for us to the, to the soul, you know, and I think that was the hardest part for a lot of people during COVID. I know we could access the recorded stuff, which, you know, was great. We, we were here, we had a big boost in listeners during COVID, you know, during the pandemic, uh, nice. people had a chance to stop and they could access their favorite, you know, entertainment stuff, but missing the live music, that energy that actually happens between the performer and the audience. It's, it's a really different thing. It's a special thing. Truly. Yes. I, I have to admit, I admitted, I, I missed that part of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm sure you had, you had mm-hmm. a nice little respite for a bit and then, I did. and then you probably were like going, okay, when do I, <laughs> when do I book a flight? Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So tell me, how was it working with Barry and Paul and Chris? You know, that's like three major guys on the album versus, you know, one producer. Can you give us a little insight as to how that works for you as the artist? Well, you know, uh, Barry Eastman and I go back many, many years. I used to play on Freddie Jackson, the R&B singer, his records in the early years, in the 80s, mid 80s, when he was producing those tracks. So I did a lot of work with him back in the day. And so did my brother Fareed, who played guitar on some of those records. But, you know, for us, it's, it's almost like a friend. It is a friendship. I mean, he's worked on previous albums, Poetry in Motion, and actually going way back to my second record in 88, Day by Day, he did a, an important track. Uh, and then, you know, he called me on Jonathan Butler's Sarah, Sarah, when Jonathan Butler recorded that on Jive Records. So our relationship basically goes way back. Chris is uh, somebody I've known for several years. I first met him when he was the keyboard player with uh, Will Downing. And uh, at that time, not many people knew who he was. I didn't even know who he was. Mm -hmm. And I just took a chance with him, went up to his studio in Connecticut, and we recorded two albums together up there that went number one billboard. And our friendship has continued since. And he always calls me for flute stuff, particularly. And then in the case of uh, Paul Brown, of course, you know, Paul Brown just brings... 
Paul Brown, the whole Grammy Award winning, you know, you got to make sure the melodies fit smooth jazz radio type guy, you know, so yeah, <laughs> and exactly. I remember he, he he and I going back and forth, you know, he he like, yeah, man, that's all cool. You know, your playing is great on that, but, you know, you need to come back to the melody. So he he was he's an excellent, excellent producer that brings things in and really brings it into a total perspective, you know, and from time to time we see each other or we talk on the phone, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, you well, you nailed all three of those guys. That's a, you know, so what a great col- collaborative team. It is, you know, yes. to to put on one project. It's almost like you, you know, you've got the ultimate, you know, trio, kind of making yes. sure that everything that this collection is as good as it can be. Well, you know, I have to mention too. There's also a guy on there by the name of Rob Abear who produced two songs actually in Brazil. They were totally recorded in Brazil, with the exception of myself. And he had produced an album a couple of years back, uh, Alejandro uh, Jackson, who was the daughter of the mayor, ex-mayor Maynard Jackson. She did an album in Brazil, which featured Al Jarreau. It featured Miles Davis, of all people, on it many years ago. Wow. Anyway, he brought me these two songs, and I ended up doing a Christmas song with him as well, which we didn't put on the record. But he did two songs in there, one called the the classic song, A Felicidade, uh, which is the Carlos, Antonio Carlos Jobim family allowed him to license that song. And if you recall back in the 60s, I know that's before your time, Sandy, but. <laughs> no, not really, but we, and, but let's not, do, uh, let's not dig too yeah, deep. Yeah, <laughs> in the 60s, they, uh, there was an album called Black Orpheus that that song was was on in the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it's been recorded many times. So we have our own version of that on the record this, this time. So he did a great job as well. Yeah. That's very cool. You see, this is, this is why I really enjoy uh, speaking with the artists prior to the album, you know, hitting, hitting the streets, if you will, next week, which is when this one's coming out on Shanaki Entertainment. But to be able to have some of these bits and pieces that, you know, we may or may not find out, sure. you know, in, in general. So this is really exciting to be able to dig in a little bit with you here, Najee, and you get to hear it right now. I'm going to actually turn things over to you and let you be the DJ and introduce our first tune. Okay, this is my first single from the album Savoir Fair. This is called Dr. Doolittle right here on smoothjazz.com global. Savoir Fair. That is called Luna. And right now we're going to do a special song that I personally enjoy featuring the wonderful, talented Miss Allison Williams. This is called Valentine Love right here on smoothjazz.com global radio. (laughs) 
This is from my latest project, Savoir Faire. That is a famous Brazilian song called A Felicidade, which means happiness in Portuguese. And right now we're going to listen to the next song on the CD, which is called Hermosa Isla, right here on smoothjazz.com global radio. Project Savoir Fair. That song is called Hurricane, which is produced by Barry Eastman, my good friend, and it features guitarist extraordinaire Mr. Adam Hawley. That's a great track right there, Najee. I, th- I hear that for the radio, don't you? Oh, thank you. I do, you know, in, uh, but you know, we, we, it goes wherever it goes. <laughs> It'll go everywhere. You know, these, these, yeah, let's these days, so. this is what the most beautiful thing is about our industry now. It's not like where it used to be kind of gated and sanctioned and distributed. You know, remember how, you know, this will go to that format and this will go to that format. Oh and gosh. Yes. Now look where we are. Anybody can do anything you know, with these playlisters that are just killing it out there on Spotify. Oh, yeah. uh, And all these fantastic radio stations around the world, some of which are digital, some of which are, you know, still on FM. But then we've got, of course, our cable friends and our satellite friends. I mean, music is literally everywhere. Yes, yes. You know, it's so funny because you, you made me think of the conversations when I used to tour with Prince. These were the conversations we would have. I mean, he would actually have almost like a, what would you call that? When you just sit a bunch of people around and you just get to talking about this stuff. He was, Mm -hmm. he was an advocate of really promoting independent thinking and global thinking like you guys do, you know? Oh, I I would have just loved to have been a fly on the wall in those conversations. (laughs) He would have loved you. (laughs) I just would have absolutely loved it. Yeah. You know, and I, I think for me personally, I've always spent um, a little time in the future, just no matter what year I'm in, I just sort of get ahead a little bit, you know, Sure. and uh, which probably explains why we do what we do you know, over here, uh, you know, I'm the girl who started on a tiny little F, uh, AM station wow. in Monterey, California mm-hmm. that, you know, barely got around the block. And my dreams were always, how do we reach the world? How do we get the music to the world? Yes. You know, and and man, when you and Prince spoke about that, I mean, I'm sure you discussed, you know, a, the a, allowing the artist to have that kind of freedom. But also yes. the distribution channels were always locking things down. That's right. He was he was he was an advocate of doing our own distribution, you know, and uh, it's funny now that that's come to fruition. I mean, he was really ahead of his time, you know, truly, truly ahead of yeah. his time. I think, honestly, I, I like to think of things that come, you know, in the world is there's, there's just truthful things in the world. There's truth, you know, and, and this is a truth that, you know, um, I know we, music is an art and, you know, oftentimes the arts need support in the way they get, you know, sent to market. Right. But, but Mm -hmm. outside of that, 
um, really, really is it's your creativity and it, it needs to be available to as many people as possible. And, Oh, I totally agree. And that's where we get tricky. It gets tricky with art and business, but we, you know, with persistence, we can find, we can find these happy mediums. And I'm so delighted with what is happening out there with the streaming. I mean, just from a creative person who's into music, maybe not a musician, look at the things they can do. They can create these very innovative playlists that feature your music and a lot of other incredible artists. And then they have millions of folks uh, subscribing to these playlists that they update all the time. I mean, what a great outlet. I totally agree. It's it's exciting. You know, so this song that we just heard from you with Adam Holly Hurricane off your brand new album, Savoir Faire, mm-hmm. uh, which, which, by the way, coming out Friday, lucky Friday, the 13th, That's May 13th. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You know, this song will probably float around, like you said. It'll go where it goes, and I'm sure eventually we'll grab it for radio, too. Yes, thank you. So how exciting. We're in the middle of listening to not just me and Najee philosophizing about the, the future. <laughs> well, that's what we always do, you and I. You know, we, I love it. Yeah. yeah. We, uh-huh. We're in the middle of listening to this exciting new album, Savoir Faire, which, uh, yeah, we're hearing it a week in advance of release. So this is another opportunity to be creative, right? I mean, to let people hear before they can actually get it is yes. a fun way to do it. And with you at the helm is always exciting. And so I'll, I'll leave you to it. You're at track number seven. We're midway through right now. Okay, well, this this features, it was actually produced, and it features uh, one of our, I like to say, you know, in the smooth jazz community, we have this uh, community of musicians that we always call to come together for different acts. You know, the guys who are available to play behind everyone. And this bass player, David Dyson, is one of those guys. But he produced and wrote this track, and this is called Bottom to the Top. And it makes sense because, you know, the bass is always on the bottom. You know, bass players are bottom dwellers. And you got flute and saxophone at the top. So here here it is from my album, Savoir Faire, bottom to the top, right here on smoothjazz.com, global radio. CD Savoir Faire that is titled Modern Lovers, which was actually recorded in Brazil and features the keyboardist vocalist Mr. Frank McComb. And right now we're going to do a song that was produced by Paul Brown 
and features uh, Roberto Valley, great bass player. This is called Bounce, right here on smoothjazz.com global radio. title song from my latest CD, my latest album, I'll say, called Savoir Faire, and that was called Savoir Faire. And for those of you who don't know what Savoir Faire means, it means to live life to the best of the cultural norms. There you go. All right. And you heard that right here on smoothjazz.com global radio with Sandy Shore. It is such a cool um, <laughs> term, you know, Savoir Faire, you know, it. it's like um, you just sort of, you know, have great style and flair you know you, i i one definition i read is it's um to know what to say and do to always be appropriate yes uh with with a with a flair almost right yes i love that you know yeah hey you know i've read like you i've read several definitions so i guess you can just choose this choose that you know and, mm-hmm. and it all it all ends up being the same thing to me you know so it was just great yeah. i think we have several expressions in french that we use when we just can't quite say it with English. Yes. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, when, I, when I was a kid in uh, high school, I took French for um, a, a semester. Uh. And it's such a romantic, wonderful language. Yes. And then I, when I finally ventured over to Paris for the first time, I think I was able to order a croissant and an orange juice. And that's <laughs> Good for you. basically it. Oh, you, you did better than I do. I still point, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but we know savoir faire. You know, yes. so there you there you have it. So Philippe Says and Alex Bunyan would be very impressed. You know, oh, we could, yeah. say, we oh, could yeah. say that. That's true. <laughs> Merci. So um, coming, this is all coming out here in a week. We've got Friday the 13th as the big release date, May 13th. You just heard it all right here on smoothjazz.com global radio. The project comes out on Shanaki Entertainment. Congratulations, Najee, for thank you so much. Sandy. Beautiful collection. I mean, you just nailed it. Every song. Thank you so much. Well, it's a, it's always a pleasure. You know, it warms my heart when people like you are receptive to it. And, you know, I always try and f- try to come from the sideways like a turtle, you know, or, or uh, you know, a crab kind of move sideways in the industry. But uh, I'm always grateful when people respond to it and enjoy what they're hearing. You have the longevity factor. You have mastered that. Like, you know, wow. you no, you do. I mean, you're very um, and I know it's not calculated because I, I know you. It's just it's organic for you. Uh-huh. You know, you put out an album when you're ready to put out an album. You tour, you you know, you muscle through the things you muscle through and mm-hmm. you're constantly creative. I feel like you've really 
spend a good deal of time nurturing your career, your um, art, you know, and, and yourself to, to where oh, you're you. just going to be around forever. Well, I, I would love to be, but, you know, we know our realities. And uh, but honestly, I just try to find the angle that works for me, you know, because uh, I learned a very valuable lesson as a kid. You know, I would try to learn Charlie Parker solos, try to play like David Sam on, on alto at one point, Grover on tenor. And at the end of the day, I still sounded like Najee, you know, so mm-hmm. at some point in my adult life, I decided, you know what, good or bad, right or wrong. It's who I am. Let me just be that and find what works for me. You know, and that's pretty much been it. That is the epiphany that I think, you know, once we get to that point of our lives, whoever we are, once we realize that we're on this earth to be ourselves, just, just be ourselves. I mean, look, we're all influenced by people. You know, we're, I'm influenced by Carrie Tombazian from the wave and K-Earth and Mm. in LA and, and Talia and all of those wonderful radio personalities. But in the end, you know, I am me and, and you influenced by David and by all these amazing, you know, saxophone players. Now you have a sound that's been maybe shaped by that, but you are Najee and there are so many artists that want to sound like you, you know? So, oh, wow. Well, I, you know, my, my greatest advice is just, just accept who you are and develop that, you know, and that's pretty much what I've resigned myself to, you know, definitely. So. Yeah, that is, I think that's such a kernel of, of knowledge to get. And sometimes it comes early to people. Sometimes it comes later to people, but the minute we get into that zone, man, that's when everything good happens, you know, <laughs> that's, I totally agree with you. That's Absolutely. really cool. Well, once again, I'm going to stay in touch with you. Please do. Because it's all, you're always a great person for me to chat with about the industry and beyond. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you out there Yes. Uh, this year. I know you're going to be, you'll be performing a lot of the new songs live. Yes, we will be. Absolutely. And people can find your tour schedule on your website, which would be yeah, great. Yeah, website with NajeeOfficial.com. And uh, of course, you know, all the social media stuff, Najee Official, Twitter, Najee Official, uh, Facebook, Instagram. So, And you've got the real sexy way of spelling the name, N-A-J-E-E. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> great, <laughs> you know, name, it took, great name. It took, it took the world a long time to, to, to understand how to spell it. I still get these emails where people spell it with a G. And I'm like, no, no, it's with a J. You know? <laughs> it's with a J. Because <laughs> That's my J's legal a... name. You know, it's, it's, it's my middle name. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, when I came out, the one name things was where the industry was at in terms of marketing, as you remember. Totally. You know, Sade, Prince, you know, Luther Vandross went from Vandross to Luther, Anita Baker to Anita, you know. Yeah. So Madonna. Started, uh, Madonna. Cher. Exactly. <laughs> Cher. Yeah. You know, so Tina, you know, they all exactly. went Exactly. Well, no, this was. So I fell right in line during that time. You were per- yeah. you were the perfect one to do it too, you know, with your, your crossover <laughs> potential. And yeah, I think it's, sure. it's a, it's a cool name, Najee. And it's a, and you have a great brand and. Thank you, and sweet. Most importantly, awesome music. Thank you, my dear. Thank you so much. I really love talking to you. Me too. Me too. Great. For smoothjazz.com radio, I'm Sandy Shore. Thanks for listening.